Ohana. Hello there, my beautiful, fabulous, life-bringing, joyful Ohana. I am very excited to be here today. We got a really great episode that I'm very excited to talk to you guys about today. I'm very excited to dive in. Can't wait. But first, let's give a little, uh, I am writing solo today. Riding solo today. I was going to have Mrs. Co- Mrs. Captain Coffee join, but uh, this is what I want to talk about for a minute. Uh, we are getting ready to go to Universal Disney. We're leaving tomorrow. So when this is released, we will be uh, on our way to Disney and Universal. We're getting ready to leave. So very excited. We're very busy running around with our heads cut off because we both still have work. We're both trying to pack. We're both trying to clean. Being craziness over here. I've had some orders. Trying to ship the orders out. The printer stopped working. That was fun. So I'm working through that. But yes, yes, Disney Universal is coming up. And I'm very excited. I can't wait to go. Um, a couple things that I want to talk about about Disney Universal. It's going to be that, uh, number one, I get to ride Cosmic Rewind at Disney again. Can't wait. Ride Resistance with my little man. I got robbed to ride it with him last time. So Kylo is a huge Star Wars fan like his daddy. I mean, his name's literally Kylo. So I'm very excited to take him on and see his reaction. Can't wait. Um, Brooks is excited to ride Tower of Terror, so I'm very excited. I'm also excited because I get to take my younger brother, who hasn't been since, I think, 2010, no, no, 2015, 2014, something like that, around that time. So we're going with my brother, his wife, one of our best friends, the two boys, Kayla. It's going to be just an awesome trip. Um, we get to go down to Universal. I get to take uh, my older brother, Scott, uh, my younger brother, Scott, on Velocicoaster, and he's a huge Harry Potter fan, so that's going to be fun. It's just... You know how we talk, I've talked about the storms. Storm's still going on, very strong, keeps getting stronger. But guess what I'm doing with the storm in my life right now? I'm fucking putting on my swimsuit. Water's a little chilly. I'm diving in with my swim board and I'm surfing them waves, baby. I'm surfing them waves. I ain't scared. But sometimes I get a little tired and I want to take a break. I'm still going to, hey, storm's still here. I'm going to stand in the rain, but I might not surf. So my break is going to be going to Disney Universal with the family and soaking that time in. And I cannot wait. Very excited. Very much needed vacation, mini vacation, whatever you want to call it. Cannot wait. So very excited about that. But let's dive in. And then I'll give a little coffee update. But so let's, let's, let's do our breathing. So remember, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do an inhale, big inhale through the nose. When we hit our backs, Try to add a little bit more on top. That opens up the air sacs in our lungs a little bit more. And it's going to allow us when we do a good, strong exhale, control, and it's a little bit more relaxation. So here we go. Ready? All right. Let's dive into what we are thankful for today. Per usual, I want you all to join along at home. When you're listening, driving, wherever you're doing, please verbally say or in your head say what you're thankful for. It does help. I'm thankful for the opportunity to spread some positivity to all of you. That's what I'm thankful for. And that's what today's episode is going to be about. Um, it's about my favorite book I've ever read in my life. Favorite book I've ever read. It's number one. Uh, this is the book that I read a couple months, a couple years back. I didn't know what to expect. I was very new into the world of self-reflection and um, self-contemplation. So I didn't know what to think. I, I went in a little skeptical, a little like, this is going to be a little weird, isn't it? Like, it's like Buddha shit over here, right? So y'all know I love Buddha. Buddha's great. But at that point in my life, that journey of that point of my journey, that point of my walk in life, I just I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what I was doing. And I've talked in the past about 
where I came from in my background, I don't really go into it because I know it'll offend a lot of people, but I'm kind of getting to the point in my life where I don't really care. Um, I came from a very hardcore Christian background, like big time. And it was, um, I, I had an opportunity to see life outside of what the church looks like and that entire religion. And there's still some really great aspects to what Christianity brings and, um, all that stuff. And I won't dive any more into it, but there's, there's some, there's some very good uh, literature and people and, and the music's glorious, but um, I just, I, I, some things that I used to believe just weren't sitting with me anymore. And I felt, that felt lost. I felt confused. And then I came across this book and no, I'm not saying this book is my God. I'm not saying this book is my Bible. That's I. It's, that ain't me. That ain't me. I, I I have a lot. That could be another whole podcast for another whole other time. But uh, you know, everyone is different. Everybody is different. The way we react to words, the word "I love you," the way it, the the verbal cue of which is said "I love you" could affect someone completely different than the way it affects me or Kayla. You know, so everyone reacts differently. So. That's why I'm not a big fan of putting everybody in a box of being a Christian atheist. I hate titles. I hate titles. I hate titles more than I hate the Pittsburgh Penguins or sushi from a gas station, gas station coffee. Your labels don't define you. No, you, yes, you might have ADHD, but you're not, you're, that's not your personality. You know what I mean? That's not your personality. Who you are is who your personality is. Having ADHD or, being asexual or being a Christian, being a CrossFit or a vegan. That's not who you are. Who you are is your genetic makeup, the way you respond, the way you react, your energy you put out. That is who you are. So I don't like labels. I don't like them. Don't care about them. Sorry if that offends you. I'm sorry. Don't like labels. So that was my thing. It's like, like, why do I have to go around saying, oh, I'm a Christian, or oh, I'm an atheist, or oh, I don't believe in anything? Like, what's the point? What's the point in that? Like, that doesn't that doesn't prove anything. Like, if someone comes up to me and says, hi, my name's Amanda, I'm a Christian. I'm like, all right. Oh, hi, my name's Amanda, I'm an atheist. It's like, okay, why'd you have to leave the last part? Like, self-reflection is an amazing tool. So let's dive in anyway. There we go. So... I apologize for that little rant. I don't apologize. I am not. Evan Peters called me out the other day. I forget it was the sleep episode and I was kind of going off on a tangent and like I usually do. And I was getting pretty vocal and I apologize. And he texted me and said, dude, why do you keep apologizing for being passionate? That's why people love you. And he's like, I was like, you know what? You know what? You right. You right, pal. I'm not going to apologize for being who I am. I have seen, I have seen life and life can bear its ugly teeth. But you know what? It has formed me into the man that I am today. The failures of my life have formed me into the man that I am today. The 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 amazing opportunity I've had to sit in nature, to be quiet, to shut my mind off, to do some self-reflecting on where did these mistakes come from? How did I let them happen? What is going on in my life? Those opportunities of vulnerability are what allow growth. It allows you to explore, to get out of your box a little bit. There's nothing wrong with getting out of your box. Nothing. And that's what happened with me. My life took a massive left turn and it left me in the ocean without a boat. I 
washed up back on shore and I rebuilt my boat a different way. So when the storm hit, I didn't break. Um, and like I said, some of you might be like, oh my God, what is that? I'm not saying here that I don't think Christianity has its merit. I think it's great. I'm not saying that people that believe in Buddhism doesn't have its merit. I think it's great. The Chinese culture is beautiful. Their belief system is beautiful. Uh, the the Native American community, their freaking, their religion is beautiful. The way that it's all intertwined and connected and they have huge respect to the earth because that's where we came from. It's like, it's beautiful. It's not where we came from. You know, I mean, we came from two, a mommy and a daddy got together and they found each other attractive and they did the, they did the good, good. And that's where we came from. But we, the energy that we feel, our spirit, our soul might say, has an energy to it. And, you know, we can vibrate of, of the frequency of the universe and kind of connect with it. So that's what we're going to talk about. Sorry for the tangent. Sorry for the tangent. I, I get sorry for the tangent. I don't apologize for the passion. I saw, I'm sorry for getting off track, but I don't apologize for the passion. Today, we're going to be discussing chapter one of my favorite book. There's seven chapters because there's seven spiritual laws of success. And this is not success as in you think. This is more life success, not success for more money, life success for, or this isn't more success for a relationship, success for a good job, success for being famous. This is success. So you can walk through life being fruitful. Look, I'll throw a Bible verse out there. The fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faith, faithfulness, and self-control. We want to be producing those fruit on an absolute regular. See, the Bible's great to some degree. So let's hop in. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. I highly recommend this book to all people. It's for everyone. You can learn something out of it. I think Dante Frezza, my buddy, DJ, uh, DJ Frezzi, told me about this book. And it uh, has really transformed how I view life in a completely different capacity. It's very short, so it's a quick read. But let's dive in. I'm going to read you kind of the first page. Uh, I love how he writes he says what the first law is, and then he gives a couple like quotes that other people have set. And that's what we're going to read to start. Law number one is the law of pure potentiality. The source of all creation is pure consciousness, pure potentiality, seeking expression from the unmanifested to the manifested. I love that. Some of these are going to be like, whoa, what? Like, I have had to go back and read a couple of these. And when we realize that our true self is one of pure potentiality, we align with the power that manifests everything in the universe. It's true. Golden. Golden shit right here. Okay. In the beginning, there was neither existence nor non-existence. All this world was, was unmanifested energy. The one breathed without breath. By its own power, nothing else was there. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. So the law of pure potentiality. Some of you are like, all right, what is that? So uh, the law of pure potentiality is based on the fact that we are in our essential state, pure consciousness. Pure consciousness is pure potentiality. It is the field of all possibilities and infinite creativity. Pure consciousness is our spiritual essence. Being infinite and unbounded, it is also pure joy. Other attributes of consciousness are pure acknowledgement, infinite silence, perfect balance, simplicity, and bliss. This is our essential nature. Our essential nature is one of pure potentiality. So 
it allows us to think and sit and be like, well, so I pretty much it, it it's saying to you that you have uncapped potential. When people say, no, I can't do that. No, you can. You, you are an infinite flowing creature of infinite potentiality. So if I sit here and I say, I'll never get that job, correct, with that mindset. I'm never going to look that way, correct, with that energy. The moment you start to live and manifest the potentiality that you have in you, you have it. You have got to take it out. You got to take it for a fucking swim. You got to do it. Take it for a fucking ride. Right? What is going on in your life that you're like, shit, I want that. I want to be that. I want to feel that. Are you alone? You want to feel non-lonely? Are you angry? You just don't want to be angry anymore. Are you depressed and you just don't want to be depressed anymore? Are you anxious because there's a big storm going on and you just don't know how to overcome the anxiety? If you're lost and confused with work and you don't know what to do, create. Create. And you can say, how do I do that? Mark, but how do I just create that? I mean, I am not a fan. So I'm going to put this out there really quick. I am not a fan of when someone's struggling and they're like, just don't struggle. Get over it. It's like, oh, thanks, big kid. Something I haven't been fucking trying. Right? So you're going to say, how, but Mark, how do I manifest? How do I manifest what I want? If I don't want to be alone or if I want to be loved or if I want to be a better husband or be a better dad or if I want to find a better job or if I want to do something for my life that's more fruitful than sitting in an office five days a week, getting paid the bare minimum so I can then go work another week to then be unfulfilled. If you want that, how do I do that? So I'll get there. So there is no separation between you and this field. The field of pure potentiality is your own self. You, you are this field of pure potentiality. You have it. You possess it. Every human being does. We all have that ability to sit here and manifest the potentiality we have in our bodies to live the life that we've always wanted. I can tell you from experience here. Let me tell you. Got out of my divorce. Susie. A lot of shit happened that I was like, I'm, I'm never going to find someone again. Like, I'm so damaged and I'm so broken. No woman's going to want me. No good woman. No good woman's going to want me. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. And then what happened? And I swear, I shit you not. I don't lie. I'm not lying to you. What I did is I said, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go out and be quiet, sit in silence with a little bit of instrumental music down by the water. We were like 20 minutes away. Every morning when I didn't have the boys, I'd go down. It allowed me to be angry. It allowed me to be sad. It allowed me to reflect. It allowed me to progress. I was quiet. I was in nature. I felt the energy. I changed my boat. I changed it. I changed my building of my boat. So the next time a wave, now anger, depression, lack of confidence came in, I was sturdy and I was ready. 
The experience of the self or self-referral means that our internal reference point is our own spirit and not the objects of our experience. The opposite of self-referral is object referral. Our thinking and our behavior are always in anticipation of a response. It is therefore fear-based. So when we sit there and we self-reflect on what we can do, not what we have, that is seeking pure potentiality. When we are sitting here wanting something else that is materialistic, it's all fear-based because what's going to happen? What's going to happen as soon? So let's say I didn't find Kayla. The, 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 the anticipation of needing someone would have made me shake, made my boat crash. Instead, I fell in love with myself and who I was first. And I changed the response from no woman's going to want me to the greatest woman in the world's going to want me because I'm a great man. I'm a great dad. I'm a great leader. I'm a great person. I'm kind. I'm gentle. I don't stoop down to the enemies that are in my life. I don't retaliate. I overcome. That is who, the energy I started expressing. And what do you know? Seven months later, the greatest gift besides my boys walked into my life. And she has changed my life for forever because I manifested the correct energy. I was not anticipating getting Kayla. I believed that I would. I wasn't anticipating it. I wasn't, I wasn't sitting there saying, I need her. I need to find my girl. I need to find my girl. Because let me say, I tried that, ladies and gentlemen. I tried to go out and find the girl. It was a disaster. You've heard me talk about her. I call her Voldemort. You talk about her. I refuse. I refuse. Greatest mistake of my life. Because I tried to manifest my own energy by going out and doing it before I got in my head to clear what's going on up here. I tried to manifest it with a broken mind and a broken heart and a broken soul. I tried to build my boat in the same way I did before. And what happened? The fucking storm hit. And I got washed back pretty hard. I decided to make a change. And that's what I did. So let's dive in a little bit more here. Your true self, which is your spirit, your soul, is completely free of all those things, which is wanting to uh, rely on your ego. Okay? It is immune to criticism. It is unfearful of any challenge, and it feels beneath no one. And yet, it is also humble and feels superior to no one because it recognizes that everyone else is the same self, the same spirit in different disguise. That's the essential difference between objective referral and self-referral. And self-referral, you experience your true being, which is unfearful of any challenge, has respect for all people, and feels beneath no one. Self-power is therefore true power. Power based on object referral, however, is false power. Being ego-based, it lasts only as long as the object of reference is there. Having someone in your life. I wanted to have someone. It, to me, it's kind of the opposite for me. I was kind of hoping to go find somebody, and I found someone, and it, yikes. You have a certain title. If you're the president of the country or the chairman of a corporation, or if you have a lot of money, the power you enjoy goes with the title, with the job, with the money. Ego-based power will only last as long as those things last. As soon as the title, the job, the money, the woman, the life, 
the lust goes away, so does the power. Self-power, you know, on the other hand, is permanent because it's based on the knowledge of the self. And there are certain characteristics of self-power. It draws people to you. It also draws things to you that you want. It magnetizes people, situations, and circumstances to support your desires. This is also called the support of the laws of nature. It is the support of divinity. It is the support that comes from being in the state of grace. Your power is such that you enjoy a bond with people, and the people enjoy your bond. The bonding that comes from true love. I'm telling you, this book is chalk-filled with shit that is life-changingly beautiful. So what I took from that, what I took from that was when I was out there searching for my girl, I was trying to manifest the title of being wanted and loved. I needed that title. And then when I had it, and it wasn't what I wanted, it shook me. It shook me. It made me reflect and change. So I was forced to. So I... Thank God, Dumpter, moved on from that disaster. Christ. So then, a couple months later, COVID hit. Couldn't go to my sunrises anymore. I had the privilege of having my sons for 51 straight days. It was amazing. What it gave me an opportunity was when I had the time was to be silent. And that's what he talks about. So at the end of every chapter... He gives you three or four practical ways you can apply this law. And a couple of them are silence, sitting in pure silence. Now, if any of you are like me who has the mind of a sea turtle, where we're all over the place, or a mind of a golden retriever, or the mind of a squirrel, like that's where I'm at. I don't know why I said sea turtle. I feel like sea turtles are they're chill. But anyway, I, I digress. It's really hard to sit in silence. Silence freaks me out. Silent people, if you're a super quiet person, you freak me out. I want to know what's going on up there. Makes me feel weird. So it's hard for me to be silent, but I do it and I've done it. And it's amazing. You learn a lot about yourself when you are forced to do something you don't want to do. And what I don't want to do is sit and be quiet. I don't want to sit and be quiet. So yeah, he talks about being silent, which is tough. He then talks about meditation, which... You know, meditation comes in many different forms. Uh, I'm not a huge believer in you get to sit there and go, um, yes. Like, you don't have to do that. Meditation comes in many forms. For me, it's the form of sitting down, listening to instrumental music and escaping and allowing my mind to just be. Just be. I'm not thinking about anything good, bad, or in between. I'm just being. Sometimes I do put on, it's called the balance app, and I sit there and I meditate and it's wonderful. He has another one of non-judgment, which is huge, huge. You wake up every day and you say, I will not judge anyone, any situation. Don't judge, just me. I've done this. Like I said, I've read this book before, so I've done it. Oh, my kitty's getting in the way. No, you can't step on the keyboard. You're going to turn it on. No, 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 move it, move it. Thank you. Uh, the non-judgment is a tough one because you don't sit there and think about how much you judge when you're when you set a reminder on your phone and you set a key, a, a, a notepad somewhere or a sticky sticky note somewhere and you say, I will not judge, don't do it. Because what it does is it rocks, it ripples, it disrupts that pure potentiality. It's a roadblock, it's a cock block. We don't want that. 
You must learn to get in touch with the innermost essence of your being. This true essence is beyond the ego. It is fearless. It is free. It is immune to criticism. It does not fear any challenge. It is beneath no one, superior to no one, and full of magic, mystery, and enchantment. Access to your true essence will also give you insight into the mirror of relationships because relationship is a reflection of your relationship with yourself. For example, if you have guilt, fear, and insecurity over money or success or anything else, then these are reflections of guilt, fear, and insecurity as basic aspects of your personality. No amount of money or success will solve these basic problems of existence. Only intimacy with the self will bring about true fucking healing. He didn't say that. I did. That's what I just said. What I just said. I wanted the success of being a boyfriend. I wanted the success of being loved. But what did I have to do? I had to get my hands down and dirty, and I had to heal and love myself. By doing what? Getting to know myself, right? You gotta know yourself. You gotta dive into yourself. You gotta invest into yourself. You gotta date yourself. You gotta know who you are, what you want, what your desires are, where your heart is going, where your heart has been, the scars you have, the scars you don't wanna have anymore. How are you gonna overcome those scars? What are some things that you can do? What are your traumas? How can I know that these traumas are gonna affect me? These traumas are not. I'm over this, I'm not over that. It only comes from self-reflection and self-healing. No one else can heal that but you. You've got to make those choices. Now, everyone, how we do that looks different. And that's what's beautiful. You've got to know you. I know what worked for me. What's going to work for you? What's going to work for you, man? Man, I bet my whoop is out the roof. Almost done. Like uh, these are multiple. I had to pick and choose a couple of great verses here or a couple of great lines. This book is chalked full. And I'm picking some of my favorite, but some of you might, there's other stuff in here. I mean, talking about everything on the lines of yourself in this chapter. So whatever you need to do, you go dive in, go dive in with this book there. What do you have to lose? Let's finish with this one. The world of energy is fluid, dynamic, resilient, changing forever in motion. And yet, it also is non-changing, still quiet, eternal, and silent. That's amazing. Let me read that again. That is just, ugh. the world of energy is fluid, dynamic, resilient, changing, forever in motion. And yet, it is also non-changing, still quiet, eternal, and silent. It is amazing. The energy that we have at our disposal. We have so much amazing opportunity in this world to create the world that we want. What that takes is a little bit of effort. What it takes is a little bit of reflection. What it takes is a little bit of self-love and self-diagnosis of what you need. So what are you going to do? You're going to sit and wait? Wait for the universe to choose you? No! You're going to go out and do it yourself! That's what you need to do. My cat's looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah, your dad's being passionate right now, kitty cat. Yeah. It's all on you, man. It's all on you. You want the life that you want, you go get it. It's not going to come right away. And when that starts to happen, it's not going to be an easy ride. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Like I said, the greatest gifts. I have three of the greatest gifts that's ever come to me. That are my two boys. And that would be Caleb. 
You think it's been all rainbows and butterflies ever since I've had the boys and I've had Kayla? No. Kylo is a spitting image of me, so it's like parenting my younger self. Woof. Rooks is a very quiet to himself boy, which makes me feel weird, like I said. And Kayla believes that Vader is not the, is, is a separate person. Wait, no. She believes that Vader is the same person. Yeah, she believes Vader is the same person as Anakin. What? She's Team Iron Man. What? Get the fuck out of here. Sometimes your dreams are messy. It is. But you can create the life you want. You can. And no. No. You don't create it. And I'm going to be, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. You're not going to create it by hitting your knees and praying for it and not doing anything. The Bible says, what is love without action? It's nothing. Nothing but a, a gong or a clanging cymbal. It's nothing. It's the same thing with manifestation. If I sit there and I pray, God, give me a thousand dollars to pay rent. But I sit on my ass. What's I going to do? Uh, nothing. He's not a genie. Or she or it, whatever you want to say. I don't care. That's what I, this is. This is what I mean. It's gotten confusing. You manifest your own life. You do. That can be in the form of still believing in Christianity or believing in Buddhism or being an atheist. I don't care what you are. I don't care. I can give I can give two shiny asses what you are. I don't care. Just don't wear it on your sleeve, please. It's okay. Wearing wearing like that'd be like me walking around saying, Hi, my name's Mark Bradley. I'm a coffee enthusiast. And be like, I don't care. Hi, my name is Mark Bradley. I'm a nerd. Okay, I don't care. Hi, my name is Mark Bradley. I'm a cat lover. Okay, no one cares. And I mean, and then I made it my personality. No one cares. Be you. Be your authentic you. My egotistical you. The moment you are in touch with your authentic self is when, like it says, there's that strong energy bond. You have your, your magnetism. You are magnified, baby. People want to be around you. You don't have to go and pronounce who you are. You walk in the room, people already know who you are. I think the reason why people love me, and I'm not bragging, I got a little, little, little dust on my shoulder here a little bit. People love me. It's my authentic self. I don't have to walk into a room and beg people to have a conversation with me or to love me, or I don't have to. Because I know who I am, and I'm not going to come in and introduce myself as something that I'm not. Learn who you are. Love who you are and manifest the life that you want. There's only one person that can get you there, and that is you. Yes, you can still believe in God. He, he can help you, but you got to do the fucking work. Get your hands dirty. Get down in that ditch. Pull yourself. Dig yourself out of your ditch. Get out of it. Only you can do that. Yes, you can have help. You can have a village behind you to get to there. But guess what? You still got to do the work. You got to say, Dang it, I'm struggling today. Bam, pick me up. You got to do that. And then when they extend a hand, guess what? You got to extend your hand as well. It takes two. It takes two or more. It usually takes two, but you got to do the work too. It's not just another person picking you up. I thought for the longest time I meet Kayla, I'm going to be the happiest man in the world. My life is made. And then I got to do work for her. I still got all that shit of my past. All those skeletons in my past. All that trauma, all that fear, all that insecurity, all that damage. Is Kayla going to fix all that? No, she's not. Is the coffee business going to fix all that? No, it's not. Is being a dad going to fix all that? No, it's not. You know who's going to fix that? Me. Me. Not you, not Kayla, not my boys, me. 
It's my job to fix my issues. It's my job to make the life that I want. It's my job. No one else's. Like I said, you can have God help, but you got to do the work. Too many, too many times, people will be like, oh, God, please give me this. And they don't do anything. You got to do it. You got to go and manifest that energy that you want. If you want to go and get a good job, go get it. But you're not going to get it by walking around. Oh, I can't get a job. Oh, I just, I'm just cursed. I'm not going to get a job. Don't be walking around like Eeyore. No one wants that. Walk around like fucking Tigger. No one loves Tigger. Tigger manifests his own energy. He goes after his own life. Eeyore lets life come to him. And he gets kicked in the ass. Don't be Eeyore. Be fucking Tigger. Be fucking Pooh. Don't be Piglet. Don't be fearful. Go get out there. Get your hands dirty. You fall, you get back up. You get punched in the mouth, you get back up. Dust the dirt off and go back at it. Life is not meant to be easy. Don't play the victim card. It's not fair. Okay? You know that now. Life's not fair. So go attack it anyway. You want to change your job. You want to go find your loved one. You're sick and tired of being tired. You're sick and tired of being depressed. You're sick and tired of being angry. You're sick and tired of being uh, anxious. Go make a change. Manifest. You are pure energy of potentiality. You are. You have the ability to create the life that you want. You have that energy. So go create it right now. And here are some ways to do that. This is how it finishes every chapter. It's wonderful. So dive in. Applying the law of pure potentiality. I will put the law of pure potentiality into effect by making commitment to the following steps. I'm going to paraphrase a couple because he's a little outlandish on some of these things. But I will get in touch with the field of pure potentiality by taking time each day to be silent, to just be. I will sit alone in silence or sit alone in meditation at least twice a day for approximately 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening. Just sit in silence. Don't put a time cap on it. Do what you can do. I will take time each day to commune with nature and silently witness the intelligence within every living thing. I will sit silently and watch a sunset or listen to the sound of the ocean or a stream or simply smell the scent of a flower. In the ecstasy of my own silence and by communing with nature, I will enjoy the life of ages, the field of pure potentiality and unbound creativity. So just get out in nature. How about you kill two birds with one stone? How about you sit in silence? Uh, no, actually, don't do that. Sit in silence without any other distractions. So never mind. Ignore that last part. Number three, I will practice non-judgment. I will begin my day with the statement, today I shall judge nothing that occurs. And throughout the day, I will remind myself not to judge. That is chapter one. And in my opinion, I think it's the easiest chapter to grasp. It's the easiest chapter to grasp because that's more on who you are and less what you have to do. You are that field of potentiality. You can manifest that life that you want. Tired of looking the way that you are? Change it. Change it. I told Kayla yesterday, I said, I'm never going to look the way that I want to look. If I keep saying, this is just it. I'm only going to look this good. 
Because then what's going to happen is I'm going to manifest that energy. And I'm going to start living that way. I'm going to start making poor choices with my food, with my exercise, with my discipline. I'm going to start making bad mistakes, or bad, bad decisions, bad mistakes. I'm choosing it. I'm choosing to make a bad choice because I'm manifesting that stupid-ass energy. Same goes with you. So take the time today to reflect. Where are we? Where are you struggling? What is struggling? Listen, it could be a hundred different things. And one of these days, one of these days, right now, I will go into more detail about our set issues. And when I do, you'll understand why I've had to be in touch with myself. Why I had to learn how am I going to react and respond that's the only thing I can control is my reaction and my response. Do I want to respond and react in a negative way that's going to produce negativity? Or am I going to manifest positivity? It's a choice. So what are you going to choose? Are you going to be a field, a field, a flowing, beautiful stream of pure potentiality? Or are you going to continue to be in the rut that you're in? is your choice. Thank you all for listening. This is going to be chapter one. I'm going to be kind of in and out other episodes coming in, but I hope you guys enjoyed. I do not apologize for my passion. Um, if you ever have more questions and you want to dig a, a deeper dive into my mind, please send me a message on Captain Coffee. Like I said, I'm not attacking anyone here. Christians, you guys are great. The faith is great. There are just some things that I don't agree with, and that's perfectly fine. I support all people. I just don't like labels. You're more than your label. It's not that what your label is. Like if you're gay, awesome. Don't adopt that as a personality. If you are a Disney adult, great. It is your freaking personality. Natty. I'm going to use Natty. I, Natty is Kayla and I, one of Kayla and I's favorite people in the whole wide world. We love Natty with passion. She's a Disney adult. But she doesn't, only acts like that. She's more than a Disney adult. That's not Natty's identity. Diana Morano, Matt, they're universal geeks. It's not their only, that's not their personality. They love it. It's part of their being. It's part of what they love the most, but they don't stop that is who they are. Matt Martin is a heavy drinking boy. That boy throws down his beer left and right, but that's not his personality. That's what I'm trying to say. That's all. I don't care if you drink. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're asexual. I don't care if you're a Christian, a Buddhist, an atheist, Disney adult, Harry Potter adult. Mm, Harry Potter adults, y'all are weird. Not when I draw a line. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Just be you. Be your authentic self. That's all I want. And I, you're going to say, I don't care what you want, Mark. That's fine. That's what, I, that's what I want. And I'm allowed to say that because I'm manifesting the energy that I want. I want to see more people be their authentic self and not hide behind their labels. And that's what I want. So thank you for listening. I love you all so much, so much. This book gets heavy. There's a lot of different reflection stuff that happens. There's a lot of stuff that's going to make you scratch your head and say, I don't want to do it, but you're going to. So today, let's sit in some silence. Let's get out in nature a little bit, and let's not judge. Let's do those things, and let's produce so much potentiality, and let's make it come to life. I love you all. Per usual, thank you. May the boo be with you. Yes, you see.